Bryce sauce in the building. So how's it? We hope you're all doing great. I'm tired. I have a headache. I just had my first meal of the day. Been out of my house since 10ish. So why need to eat breakfast? Because I was late. I was running late. And I, and I had an apple. Anyway, so yeah, I'm throwing a girls trip. Um, it's a girls trip. A girls trip at a beach house. So it's meant to be um a slumber party actually, but it's just for girls and it's 90s themed. I'm throwing it along with Niger Nomads. So we had to go to the beach house today to go check it out, make sure everything is good and fine. Figure out where we're gonna be sleeping. Well, there wasn't much to figure out. I mean, there are like six rooms at the beach house. So I guess our, our podcast with Niger Nomad inspired it, huh? Because we had that I Love the Nineties podcast with Nomad. No, actually, we had been planning it since. Since the Girls Trip movie came out, the one with Jada Pinkett. Uh, you, don't want to give, you don't want to give good background credit, no, well. So, yeah, um, we had to go figure out where everything was going to be, where we're going to, what we're going to... Well, we already know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna put everything. And um, yeah, it's a pretty massive beach house, so I think it should be good. Everyone's gonna have their space, even though it's a slumber's party. So Which beach is this one? Is it Taco Bay, Ilashe? Where's this at? It's it's one of those private beaches, uh, Ilashe side, I think. Yeah, Ilashe. And the irony is that all these private beaches are actually on the mainland, because they're around the Amor Dauphin side, Festac side. That's why it takes 20 minutes to get to these beach houses from the island. If you're going from like Festac or the Amor Dauphin side, it literally takes five minutes. You're literally just crossing over to the other side. So it's kind of funny that even though people never want to go to the mainland for anything, when you go to these fancy private beach houses, they're actually on the mainland. Yeah, it's not the mainland. You're on an island now. It's just that like the island is close to the mainland. No, you can actually access it. That's why you see all these people that are sleeping. Like you, you, can, you, can, you can drive from can, the mainland. You can, all these slums and villages, there are some that have like all these zigzag routes to all these places. Yeah, it's not an island now. As far as I remember, an island is a piece of land surrounded by water. Yes. <laughs> so the beach is not... Lagos is an island. The beach house is on Lagos Island. So what are you yeah, saying? Yeah, but it's a, it's, a, it's a secluded island now. Okay, no problem. I don't know any island they are driving into. Okay. In, the, in that whole sense, essentially, when you're on the mainland, you're on an island already. That's what you're saying. So what's the point? Anyway. You all know that Sos is smarter than me because he's always trying to school me on what I already yeah, know. So uh, of no, course, this, this is yeah. not about smarter than you now. This, I'm just trying to say it as I see it. It's uh, not on the mainland, sorry. I know the people who we saw today were wrong. So is right. Wrong about what? So yeah. Um, speaking of which, Sos's birthday was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop, my birthday. To be honest, I don't celebrate birthdays and I'm not really into all that stuff. I know LD went to put something on, put something up on social media about birthdays and stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm not into that stuff. But shout out to my cousin and our roommate. They got me a cake, so it was nice and tasty. So thank you. Now they also got me cupcakes too. And where were they from again? They're pretty good. They're from Honey's Cupcakes. Honey's. I've actually never heard of them before, but this is actually good. Um, I just like get some people. I think my um, my dad had one. My cousins had some. Then uh, the one I had was actually like a coconut. Like you kind of like a coconut, you know, like, you know the bounty chocolate. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. So that bounty chocolate, like that on top of the cake itself, was pretty good. I still have a bunch of more. I'm still gonna eat. So it's pretty good. Thanks. You're welcome. And yours is on Monday. Don't worry. You you only be all over social media. Don't worry. Oh, it's fine. Please don't put me on. Social uh, media. But you don't ask them to put me. Now. You don't want to be on social media. You know what? I actually don't care what people do. 
Like if you put it on social media, it's good. If you don't put it on social media, really. Why you being, why, why, why being a Deb, Debbie Downer? Coming from yeah. the guy who actually was going to kill me because of social media, you wouldn't even let me put on the good bad gang and now you're calling me a Debbie Downer. Same now. Do whatever you want to do, nigger. <gasps> wow, I'm in the gang now. Wow. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, birthdays are cool and fun. Some people like to celebrate it, some people don't like to celebrate it. Well, I always so what are you doing on Monday? Funny enough, we never talked about it. Mine's on Friday, mine's on Monday, but like how many days apart? We're just two days apart. Two days apart. So what are you, so what are you doing? miles away in behavior. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to work and then I'm going to leave the office and I'm going to go to the gym. Then from the gym, I'm going to go home and sleep. Yeah, fit fam life. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. I'm not doing anything special. I don't have anything special planned. I don't think I've done anything special for my birthday in four years. Well, the way you're saying it now, it doesn't seem like it's a choice thing. I'm making sense of it. Not just special. Yeah. But is it a choice thing so it's nothing to feel sad about? Or is it uh, just the way it is? Life is hard, so whatever. It's a choice thing. I don't want to do anything. Or I don't plan to do anything. How about your friends? Okay? Your friends not doing nothing for you? No. Because I just one of my friends she's like having a she's just like in November. She's having a mist a mother mystery um, birthday team, I guess, after work they think it's mother mystery. And I'm sure they don't do that kind of stuff in Nigeria, I don't think. But she's having like a mother mystery type stuff. So that's a different way to spend your They do birthday. murder mysteries in Nigeria. You do who does, who does it? Stranger and Lagos or something. I know T V P planned something like that one time. Yeah. Okay, so we have something different. So it's like how our friends put enough for us doing the mother mystery thing. Well, yeah, I'm not doing anything. My friends are not doing anything for me to the best of my knowledge. Oh, maybe they're gonna hit you up with a surprise party. Although, actually, technically, it would have been this weekend, right? So it makes no sense that I've done it yesterday or tomorrow. Yeah. Never know, fingers crossed. Maybe somebody's going to kidnap you from your house and buy food and take you for your surprise birthday party. Hopefully, not. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me. I'll I'll call them after this. Let them know the shoe. Um, cut it. You don't know any of my friends. All right. Uh, switching gears. Uh, there's this um, stuff on, on social media. This chef who took like a, uh, I guess a video of this couple that came to eat at his restaurant. I'm guessing, and he saw them eating, and they brought like their house up with her. And the house up looks 16, 17 ish. Or maybe 15 they were younger and she and they weren't they were eating and sh- she wasn't eating and he was just putting something in like why people like that and look at this couple they're eating and they bring out the house and doesn't eat and essentially does the ride in them and and obviously as everything on twitter it became a discussion where people supposedly people are wicked some other people say why they're judging people don't know the circumstances but to me i think uh the, the whole issue of house up a lot of times is uh it's rough because technically I think it's against the law to have any house up under the age of 18 but we know if that is really put into effect I think the whole, almost the whole of uh, Nigeria will have people arrested right so but I don't know when I saw it I'm, I'm not exactly sure how I felt about it because I think that's a normal occurrence and if you don't want to jump the gun about it there's so many things that could actually have happened maybe they ate at home already and the girl says she doesn't want to eat you know so from far it's, it's hard to you can judge but you never know exactly what's going on um okay so this podcast is really not about us debating whether you know she's too young to be their house girl or not but 
what i felt was why did they even take her out to the restaurant in the first place like they could have just left her at home especially if they knew that they weren't ready to feed her it makes no sense to take her to the restaurant have her sit down in front of them and watch them eat now the other school of thoughts is they might have given her the menu or asked her you know what do you want and she's like nothing because maybe she felt like she wouldn't enjoy anything you know how like there's some typical nigerians they feel like if um they haven't gone to a proper nigerian restaurant or if you're not giving them pounded jam and igusi you've not fed them obviously i don't know what kind of restaurant that they went to but at the end of the day it was looking at it from the surface it was definitely wrong for them to have her just chilling and watching them eat that's just that's evil to some extent you know just leave her at home except there's a reason that you don't want to leave her at home and if there's a reason you don't want to leave her at home then she shouldn't even be your house help in the first place because yeah sure something you can't trust help 100 percent, but you can't leave her at home to go eat and that, that's an issue so i'm really not sure what's happening or what's going on in that family but to other people out there who do shit like that you really should stop honestly i mean that's a pretty I mean, that's a problem with just social media instagram stuff right in my opinion to so the guy the you see you are looking at what you think is abuse and yes the first thing in your mind is to record it and put it on instagram and chastise them if you're the meal yeah that restaurant there go in your pocket and say oh um here's a meal for you you know to eat if you think if you think that's what's going on because essentially that's what you're insinuating so this whole culture of anytime you say something the first thing is to bring out your phone and record it versus doing something about it an accident happens the first impulse is to bring, rip out your phone and do your instagram versus going actually going to help or you see an abuse happening the the the, the instinct is to bring out the phone and and recordings of you to intervene so even me this recorder of it i'm like eh, whatever if you felt some big injustice was going on why don't you go there and offer and pay for the meal or something do something that is a really easy benign way that you could have done something to shame them and maybe you'd have heard the whole story of maybe she's saying well oh, this the food where did they sell here i know like i never want to eat my food day for house or the girl has eaten already i'm like it's fine i'll just come and sit inside whatever it is because a lot of times as you were saying these people act very funny sometimes um you know they don't want to eat sometimes they will go to a place that i don't be here i'll go there so sometimes you can't just you know throw shade just from looking outside and i said with this social media thing just record somebody and just put them on blast on um on social media for the whole world when you really don't know exactly what is going on so that shelf himself that was doing captain um hero even me i'm looking at him with some kind of side eye I'm not all that uh, impressed with him either. And I mean, I I just... We don't really know what's going on. So let me give you an instance. I've been out with my friend before and her nanny. And depending on the restaurant, nanny will be like, I'll eat when we get home, right? So obviously, this is a conversation that we've already had. And the nanny probably feels like the food is not something that she would be interested in. Actually, I know this nanny very well. If it's not Amala or Bandejam, as far as concerned, she has not eating so obviously somebody looking at us will think that my friend put her nanny on the side while we're eating and drinking and just having a ball but you know the, the nanny has already said i don't want to eat here i'm not hungry or whatever so sometimes it's not things aren't exactly how they seem now on the like i said earlier these people might just be evil and it's something that i've noticed no offense with the older generation and the way they treat help i feel like there's a stark difference with the way the older generation treat help and how people treat help nowadays like back then you know you wouldn't see the help 
watching tv or whatever or even in the living room and they'd be sleeping on the floor or something so i know that i didn't look at the faces of the couple well so i'm not really sure what age range they are so if they're older-ish you know that might also be a thing because definitely there was a time where i'm sure there are people who still don't treat domestic help well you know so you'd have people sleeping on the floor or they don't eat the same food that everybody in the I, I don't know it's just so i can actually see that even happening like i can even see it as a situation of they dragged her out and they just blatantly refused to but obviously we don't know what the real story is so if they dragged her out i actually refused to feed her shame on them and if you know the couple in question, talk some sense into them. Yeah, like I said, you know, there's so much speculation, which is why I think this um, Instagram chef guys made me reckless. I say, just go put them, you don't know nothing, you don't do anything, just to go and, you know, put people on blast on Instagram where you have no idea. They could be, uh, I, at the top of my head, I can think of one million and one reasons why whatever they're doing is not abuse and there could be a legit reason why she's not eating. And, you know, anyway. You're right. Uh, there's, I'm not. I'm not sure if the new generation treat, treat, um, treats help any better. But you were right about the stereotype in terms of how the older people usually, at least from what we knew back in the day, all those movies and from people, how help was treated back then, and you know, not allowed. Maybe they don't let them eat on the table. All those kind of things. I think they yeah, those those things used to happen. Before. No, I, I think because it, you can even see when an older. When an older woman, you can see the shock on her face when she goes to maybe her daughter's home, right? And she sees the house girl quite free. The house girl or the nanny, you know, quite free, cooking what she wants to eat or sitting in the living room and watching TV, even having, you know, even changing the station and things like that. They might not say it out and sometimes some of them actually say it out, but you can see the shock on their faces. Like, are you being serious? Is this how you're treating? Like, don't you, don't you realize who they are? You know, that kind of thing. I remember my boss, she once said that her mom made a comment about how um, the house girl is so... She's not a house girl, actually. She's a nanny. But, you know, nowadays, nannies fill both rooms. How her nanny just, you know, is so free. She has access to everywhere. That the nanny even knows, like, where she keeps her room key. That kind of thing. And that, blah, blah. You know, and then my boss is like, I don't understand. If I can trust her with the most precious thing to me like if i cannot if i don't trust her with my children and that's it she's like i'm i leave my children in her care i go to work i go out i come back and you think that the, what is going to be bothering me is you know all this minute shit and quite frankly you also i mean some people are some helps are definitely just the devil's spawn but you have to remember that if you're treating these people badly and they're also the ones taking care of your children when you're not at home you don't know what they're going to be doing to your kids because half the time you're away you're doing things that you need to do and the kids are at home with the nannies so you also have to think about the ripple effect that that can cause but yeah like i i mean i have seen i remember when i was younger and how help the help used to be treated you know or they would sit in the kitchen from morning to night things like that it's just like, i think that there's a stark difference i'm not saying that there are younger people who are not um who are not as bad but i don't think that it's as much especially with awareness and things like that i mean having a nine year of the home you know 
Yeah, like so and, and you see it in some homes and the excuse that they will use is that they are sending the child to school. So, you know, from morning to afternoon the child goes to school, then comes home and is cleaning your house and taking care of your children. How is a nine year old meant to take care of your four year old child or your five year old child? She's their older sister in quotes. And people label it slavery, human trafficking, those kind of things. Yeah, but uh, but the issue is Nigerians feel like the younger they are, the easier it is for them to control control them. And they're Uh, afraid of their husbands. Yeah, exactly. That if they are 16, their eyes are already opened, you know. It's just, it makes no goddamn sense in my opinion. People to treat, always treat well. Drivers, um, house um, helps, as we talked about. Because those people are always there. In a, in the earshot of things you're doing, your driver, he, they know where you're going. Those conversations you have on your phone, they're hearing everything, they're seeing everything. So those people are really close to you and they have the ability to do harm to you because they know a lot about you. So as we both know in Nigeria, it's not a guarantee of how well you treat people means they'll treat you that well. But at least you start from that um, foundation Yeah, so like, you know that when you're sucking them, you can be like, I tried my best for you. You know that kind of thing. You then that you at least you know that person is really just a horrible person. Like you were giving me a story of a certain celeb and how you know their drivers and the house have done all sorts of stuff. And it's according to her, she treated them like yeah, super, she's super like, this, well. This lady was like, I treat my house helps really well yeah. because she's like, if I it's don't very, give you monkey, very famous, famous yeah, she's like if I don't here. give you monkey behavior, you I mean if I don't treat you like a monkey, you won't give me shitty behavior. But somehow her house helps continue to just fuck up and be stupid so obviously she knows and she's like you can ask her friends her friends are always like mm, you, you're always spoiling your house girls and things like that so she's like i know that if you're actually doing something stupid it's because you're genuinely just stupid you know and for instance there was one house girl who had the guts to bring a visitor to her house and while she was outside knocking the door for the house girl to come and open the door because she's asthmatic so she was wheezing and waiting for the girl to open the door she needed an inhaler, and she needed an he- her inhaler i don't even know what the house girl was doing all for the house girls we start to come and open the door you know obviously she enters her bedroom she sees coke stains on the floor things like that so she walked in it's that kind of situation you already know that this person is just a stupid individual you know she's just taking the piss and that's another issue i guess that's why people are afraid because if you're really nice then then they might take the piss but you need to be able to balance it you know and just draw the line like okay i'm nice to you but this is what i require and this is what i need i mean there's some nannies that i enjoy you know the the madame is traveling to america nanny too we go to america back in the day if the madame is traveling the nanny will go and sleep in the madame sister's house yeah, till the madam <laughs> comes back so you know like i said you can see the stark difference but obviously some people are taking the piss they're crossing the lines but yeah i, I really i would want to off the bat say that that couple was wicked but i don't know what the conversation mm. was i don't know what the backstory was i don't know if there was you know some sort of compromise what if the girl had eaten before what I, I wouldn't just understand is why they couldn't leave her at home. Yeah. That's just the part that I don't yeah. get. Because it's not like if there was a kid with them, I would say maybe that's why she came with them. But there was nothing. She had There was no point yeah. of her being there. And that's my yeah. issue. And like I said, you know, so many things. Who knows? We can, if you go digging deeper, that girl might never be a house help. We don't know. Anyway, so switching lanes again. Like I said, Monday is your birthday. Now, have you ever had a male friend? There's not somebody that did anything like a male friend buy you lingerie nobody buys me lingerie 
So okay. let's ask the question. Okay, so nobody. So would 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 it be normal as I mean you're dating someone, and a friend of yours buys you lingerie? What would would is that an acceptable gift? I think it would be kind of awkward. Right. Anyway, so the whole Very one Maxon had one Maxon had this. This was a, a, a raging debate on Twitter. Also, there was this guy who came. I think it's really him, but he said his friend. You know how it is. You say I have that friend. Meanwhile, you're talking about yourself. Mm. So he he said uh, um, he has a he has a friend, and uh, his girl his friend's girlfriend told him that his uh, her friend bought her lingerie. Now, like lingerie, lingerie. We're not talking about just um, regular brown pants, mm. like butter lingerie, and you know the husband. What's butter lingerie? Hmm? What's butter lingerie? No, I didn't say butter lingerie. No. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like real lingerie. Oh. You know, because sometimes. Um, some people don't. Some people just take everything as lingerie, but lingerie is different from like, like your regular underwear, or like your fitness type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the guy, the whole point was the the boyfriend was mad, like uh, and he's not happy with the whole thing and why she accepting it, and she was like, "There's nothing going on because she's the one who voluntarily told her boyfriend that, hey, my friend got me lingerie, right?" So some people were on Twitter were like. What is the, why is it a big deal? Can she accept the gift? Some other people said that for the for her friend to be buying lingerie, the guy that friend must have definitely tapped that before, right? So what what do you fall on the divide? I think that is very awkward. Obviously, that was was the lingerie even her size. <laughs> hey, but apparently he bought it more than one, so. So, so that means he has been learning. Maybe she would say, "Oh, thank you for the." Okay, so maybe the first time he was, she's like, "Oh, um, thank you. It's not my size anyway." And if he's one of those guys who can like look at, you know, sometimes some guys will go to the store and then show a picture of you to the person. So honestly, he might not genuinely have tapped that. You know, it's fifty-fifty. He might have tapped that. He might not have tapped that. Secondly, there are so many things to unpack. We don't know if this girl and this guy were friends before these people started dating. Let's assume, right. they were, let's assume they were friends. So if they were friends, what if they were just one of those close friends who used to talk about anything? Do you get what I'm and you buy and you buy your friend lingerie. Do you see yourself in any way where you have a friend that you guys are? I don't know what you guys are talking about that you buy your lingerie. No, I'm talking about. I'm still talking about the fact that he knows her size yeah, and everything. You is, know. Yeah. So, but um, actually, I do have a friend that could be stupid enough to buy me lingerie. I don't think that he would. But he's just that kind. He has that kind of smelly attitude. But I'm. Um, I think it's weird, especially like if the person has a a boyfriend. It's just. It just comes off as weird. Like you would never. There would never be a way to defend it, as it being nothing. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I agree. Because the question will always be okay. But why is he buying you lingerie? Like, like why? You could. That's why I said it might be innocent. The guy might just be a stupid guy, but honestly, there's no way to like. Okay, let's let let's let's go with this accessory now. It's just a stupid, crazy guy. Now, number one, this is not the first time he's done it. This is not the second time. Apparently, this is like the third time he's done it. And now the girlfriend telling the the boyfriend, "Venture, oh, isn't there a point where if he, if he's been unhappy with it, where you can where you tell your friend, dude, this is inappropriate. Our relationship is not on that level where you." Where you buy me lingerie? Of course, you should definitely mention yeah, it. But the problem is, uh, I think I see, she sees nothing wrong about exactly, it. Exactly, that's so, where I'm going to. If she doesn't see anything wrong with it, if she doesn't feel like there's a problem, that's where the issue is. So that's essentially it's a problem. Yes. Yeah, so she might not see it as a big deal, but the boyfriend is like. But here's what I always say: if 
there's something that you know that doesn't make your partner happy or will make your partner you mm. then why don't you just do it you, you, you're taking the words right out of my mouth that's, like that's, so that's, that's, you that's, know, that's, that's essentially as long it. as it's in your power to do it right. you get what i'm saying right. so you know that there's something that your partner maybe you're not the one directly doing it but you're indirectly involved you get if you can put a stop to it or at least if you even make the move to put a stop to it and he can actually see that you're trying to put a stop to it do you get what i'm saying because this then is that's different in the same vein too if there's something that'll make your partner happy i'm not even sure where i learned this from okay i'll tell you the backstory of that statement. yeah birthday it's your birthday they ask me what I do and who I do it for yeah. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house All I want for my birthday is a big booty house When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style And I think I learned that from um, this Jim Jones What's the name of Jim Jones' girlfriend? I don't know. I Love and hip hop, right? I haven't seen the show. I don't know about the show. I don't think you know. It's not about the show itself. So Jim Jones and his girl have been together for like, let's say, ten years, right? Okay. And obviously, she wants to get married. But Jim Jones is probably still like a hoodie kind of person. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think sometime last year or two years ago, she proposed to him instead because obviously she was tired of waiting, right? Okay. And Jim Jones is like, yes. But guess what? What? Till today, they're still not married. But they're engaged? But they're engaged. Okay. In quotes. I don't know if I can call it engaged since she's the one who proposed. Do you understand? Yeah, and I remember someone was clowning Jim Jones recently. Or someone was clowning her. But Jim Jones came to her defense, did you get? Okay. That, see, now, two years after, you know, she let her desperation out. and Because, like, they're pretty much married in quote they live together they do everything together mm-hmm. do you understand okay. how, how she really link- wants to be mrs jones because okay, so how we linking this i'm getting there all right all right sorry and then someone now said that they don't understand like jim jones knows that this will make her happy right and it's in her in his power to do it so why won't he just wife her up and if he knows that he's not interested in being her husband he should break up with her right so that statement was what i took out of it like if you can do something to make your partner happy and it's within your power why not do it and if you know that's something that will not make that person happy and you can stop it then do you get what i'm saying yeah, so you can learn so, a lot from love and hip-hop apparently so so yeah if if your partner is not comfortable like and it's not going to kill you okay fine so you don't think it's a problem but at the end of the day it's not like it's something that you can't do without and if you want your partner to buy you lingerie then tell him mm. of course people i think another aspect to it is that people always say oh if there's something that you don't like or there's something you like tell your partner but there are some partners that you tell all the time and they just so that's also another situation. Yeah, what but if she's been telling the guy to buy her lingerie and he doesn't want to buy. That, then you go buy. You go buy for yourself. He still, it still doesn't. It still doesn't take. That still doesn't make any point. Taking the lingerie from a friend, and not only that, you're telling this. So this is not like he, your your boyfriend kind of found out and is confronting about it. You are voluntarily offering up that information to your boyfriend that oh my friend bought me lingerie and you see nothing wrong with it. That there's just but a, that's, just that's a flaw she's somewhere there. him because she doesn't see anything wrong with yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's, there's some girls that just like to, you know, there's some girls who tell their partners every single day. So for her, maybe this was just one of those. Let me tell him what's going on. No, that's why if I don't tell him now, he'll think that maybe it's because 
I have something to hide. So that might have also been it. You know, she, because she doesn't see anything wrong in it. She's I, like, I Let me just tell him. Yeah. Because if he now finds out, he will think, you know, it's a lot harder for you to defend yourself when someone finds out something, even if there's nothing. Like, like I said, th- there's just a flaw in the whole sense that me, just, there's just a flaw in the thinking where personally, this is what I feel should have happened. Your, your friend gives you lingerie. I say, ah, thanks for the idea, blah, blah, blah. But no, we're not on that level. That's not what it is. But obviously, that's not her thinking. So it's just the whole... These two people might just not be compatible because the way she reasons is definitely the way he reasons. And this should just be something that is just not going to work because she sees nothing wrong with it and he has a problem with it. Just This is just the people not seeing eye to eye. And he says, to me, it's like... A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a um, To me, this is a relationship um, breaker. Anyway, they've broken up. Uh, that makes sense to and me. And the person that tweeted this was like, oh, and the guy had been thinking about proposing to her. Hey, red bullshit. Uh, to me, the guy, you dodged, you, dodged the, you dodged the massive bullet. You dodged the massive bullet. Massive. Massive. If I'm going to guess, I'll say she's sleeping with a friend. Or she has slept with a friend before. One of the two. Then he might know. I mean, but that's also part of the issue. Yeah, so then, yeah, that's that's my conclusion from exactly. So you know, like I said, there's a lot of things to unpack from this situation. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Maybe she slept from him and he knows. So the story is not even a full rounded story, you know. Obviously, the, the, they could have just been friends with benefits, and it's just there's a lot to unpack from it. So, but anyway, they've broken up. Of course, that they've broken up doesn't mean that they won't get back together. That's how life is. Yeah, it's but possible, yeah. but that to me, there's a fundamental problem there that but, they have to they have to settle. But you know what? I think that relationships are just generally hard. It's either you, you're feeling insecure or you're feeling overconfident in what you do for your partner, that like you miss out on the little things that you're upsetting them with. But I think like insecurity is really just a big thing. I mean, look at this situation of this woman throwing out her husband's dead wife's pictures. Like, what's that about? I, I really will never understand it so this woman writes to reddit and says that um pretty much she married a widower that's what they're called right yes yeah so she married a widower now let's be very realistic with life you lose a partner you're always probably going to love that partner do you get what i'm saying like you you've had children together you've lived a life together so that partner dies of course you're always going to have you know you're always going to remember that person you're not going to just forget about that person even if you get remarried so this woman marries a widower she knows he's a widower the guy has a daughter but she felt some type of way because the the dead wife's pictures were still in the house and everything you know so obviously um they moved to a new house and i think they they reached a compromise probably voiced it out to her husband that she was a bit uncomfortable with the fact that the um, pictures were everywhere blah 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 it felt weird so the husband now put all the pictures in a box i think that was a good compromise that was as good as it could get he put it in a box unless he put it in the attic or in the um basement or wherever this woman goes into wherever they were she saw them obviously she i don't know whether it was rage or whatever she was thinking she just got very emotional and she threw all those pictures away every single picture now keep in mind that this man has a child with his dead wife so the child is graduating and the grandma wants to do like a collage for the girl you know put pictures of her parents in it you know how you just do all these scrapbooks where you see where you were born things like that oh yeah go and bring pictures of the dead wife the pictures are gone 
so now the man is really mad at her he's very upset probably up to the situation where he's not gonna forgive her i can't remember if she said that she's moved out of the house but i don't know what she was expecting or what good she thought would come out of throwing those pictures out there are some difficult things that you think you can deal with but you might not be able to deal with you know somebody loses their spouse so it's not like a divorce where something went wrong between the two and you know there's a kind of a cut and you hope this put on so, but this is essentially somebody that you know he loves and he lost her tragically so it's almost like a separation that happened that is not clean in a i don't know if i'm even putting it well but that woman's presence will always loom in that man's life so it's almost something that before you marry that man you have to come to peace with and maybe she thought she did but she obviously didn't get there at least she tried she thought moving houses would that would help that um problem but obviously that didn't help the issue right how how moving which was still a problem so it's one of those things where you know you have to really figure it out before you jump into this kind of relationship you know dealing with them um, stepchildren um with so these are complicated relationships that you really need to understand what fully what you're getting yourself into before you jump um two feet into it and she just didn't really fully unpack the situation she was in unfortunately i cannot be on her side because i i think that one thing you need to realize is if you're marrying someone who has lost a spouse you will always be number two even though you're number one if that makes any sense i understand what you're going with that you will always be it's like this famous pastor in nigeria i don't know if you remember the story of bimbo odukoya she died in a plane crash and she was really famous she was a famous pastor you know she had her ministry she she was married to um a pastor to pastor odukoya right mm-hmm. bimbo odukoya has three grown children like they are married kind of grown children right and now her her husband i mean she's dead so her husband is now remarried right her this new wife has to live in the shadows of the ex-wife especially as the ex-wife was a big influential person in the country she still goes to the same church that both of them founded together things you have to be ready to realize that even though you are now the one in his life you are still number two and you just have to come to peace with that it's not easy of course it will be difficult but that's just the way it is it's not like you married a man who i mean even dating someone who has broken up with his ex you still have to deal with the bullshit insecurities that happened in the past relationship let's talk about someone who was married to someone and had a life if the guy doesn't forgive her i'm not i'm really not going to be mad at him unfortunately she ruined this one herself yeah she did but like uh yeah she did it's just a tough thing like um what i'm just because someone once told me it was like uh it's, it's uh, this person married with somebody married someone who had a child before right and you know you not said like never marry somebody that has a child and i was like why he said because no matter what you do her mind is still somewhere else right so this is just another this person's own reality. Somebody have, somebody might have their own take on it or have their own. But essentially, in this person's marriage, he said, you know what, at least his own feeling is like, you know, her mind is still in two places. He doesn't feel half fully because of the other child 
he has or whatever it is. But I'm just trying to say, those are, those are, there are some, you know, there are some of those kind of circumstances where you really just have to understand what you're getting into, make peace with it, and know this is what you're into, not be midway through it and you do something like this where, you know, not only does it affect the partner you married, you affected his you child. You affected the child. The child that yeah, you were so probably uh, struggling how to build a relationship a with. One. You've ruined it because this girl is going to find out that you threw her mother's pictures away. This is a teenage girl, by the way, and we all know how teenagers are at some point in time. So, what are you going to say? What's your defense? What's your. I re- what I don't even understand is what she wants people to do for her online. I highly doubt that anyone has any piece of advice that could help her at this point in time. She needs to just wait it out and pray to whoever it is that she worships that the man comes around. And I highly, highly, and I repeat, highly doubt that. It's just, it's just one of those things a day. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you call it a day. They have to go to therapy and um, walk through but it's going to be very difficult. But uh, you know, it's, it's, it, they have to really walk through it. This is, this is a you need professional help. To, to make sure this thing can still stay together. But I think it's something that can be salvaged, but it's gonna need work. I hope you got a healthy appetite. If you wanna dance, if you want it all, you know that I'm the girl that you should call. But when you're with me, I'll give you a taste. Make it like your body every day. I know you like it sweet, so you can have your cake. Give you something good to Okay, so um, we just um, hit our juror right now. So this is an um, urgent happy weekend. Hi, love doctor. Great work you're doing. Notice you didn't post for four days. You need a break. The meds are plenty. To my issue, I'm married for two years now, and my issue is not side chick or money matter. I'm cool on cash level, but my wife's father is still abusive to her. He's always insulting and sometimes hitting her. He's abusive to their mom too. Now I banned his leg from my house. He's not welcome here. But my wife visited hospital to cater for her mother. He began raining insult on her again. He said he would slap her. I don't know what he has done with the ladies in the family. I want to go and visit him and warn him to leave my wife alone. Have paid bright price. He has no claim here again. He's causing her emotional pains and stress. He's a bad father. What advice do you have to give? Um, I would have said I feel like this is a very tricky situation because this is you delving into your in-laws um, matter. I would have said that, but you know what? This involves his wife. So he does need to say something. Now, how he goes about saying it is the issue. I feel like he needs to tread very carefully because I, I i still don't understand so i don't understand someone's father is still beating his grown-ass daughter like what kind of behavior is that and so the man is just clearly an abusive person he is definitely an abusive person so someone actually needs to talk to him someone needs to set him straight because if his wife is in the hospital because he hits his wife then that's a serious situation you know what? It's fine. The man does not. The husband doesn't need to be careful about how he talks to his wife's father. He needs to just tell the guy it is what he is. He's a horrible person, 
and like he said he's causing his wife emotional abuse because like i imagine that the girl just wants to be good with her dad and just have a great relationship it's very i think this is something that we mentioned when we were talking about abuse how um abusive relationships are also between parents and the children and honestly he ju- i think that he just needs to say something there's nothing there's no beating around the bush he needs to sort it out i would have been i would have said they also need to find a way to move the mother out of her husband's house but that's probably going a bit too far yeah this is tricky yeah. tricky tricky like you say tricky 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 he did the first thing he did was right ban the man from your house you're now a man under your own roof you cannot come and be beating your own wife under your roof like you know you're now her protector so yes he did the first thing right but you know i'm sorry if you're going to treat my wife this way you're not welcome here now how did they rescue her mother that's just the me that's that's just this it's a hard one because now he's jumping with his wife he, he can really stand you know on his chest and saying you know, don't do that but now with the father-in-law's wife you know his mother-in-law this is uh becomes really tricky here but he needs to um find somebody the, the problem with this step the abuse probably just didn't start today right this must have been going on for years and years and years and years so it's it's like with a real quagmire usually what you will find is somebody who the father in law respects right somebody who can talk sense to him right because that's, that's the whole point you know um my pastor in church was like um never marry somebody who nobody can talk to the person like you know so don't marry a woman where you know even if it's ah the ah even her mother cannot talk to her or even her father cannot talk to her or, you know if 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 nobody can if you cannot find a man or woman that can at least submit to one person how you know that person cannot even submit to god so to speak so you have so you have to go find the person who that man hopefully has somebody who the man listens to a friend the older brother and sit him down and say look this makes no sense you cannot be you know beating your your wife you know your child and push come to shove if he's getting to the stage that he's not putting her in the hospital you know you might have to take a bullet here and maybe move your mother-in-law into your house and say oh she's coming to visit her and you know that way you just sneak her in there and let her come and stay and just you know before you know you guys are you're, you're participating in the burial so it's tricky 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 you're doing the right thing with protecting your wife it might be that kind of situation where if you really want to do it you never leave two of them alone just that's just the way it is if she's going to the hospital you're going to the hospital with her you never give him a chance to hit her because you're always there when she's there you're like you know if you're going to see your mom i'm coming with you you know it might be difficult but you may have to go to those steps to protect your your wife you know and you know stop the stop the abuse just stop the abuse so yeah that that's really it it's a tricky situation because you're on one hand doing the right thing but on the other hand you're overstepping your boundary in a sense because now you're putting your business in i mean they're your family but you're kind of put, putting your nose into the extended family so yeah that's that's but but if it comes to if you might save a life if you're saving a life at that point in time all rules are out the window right all rules are out the window you know to save your life all rules are out the window so sometimes you just have to do what you have to do you know yeah so um yeah, so that's like you to go, LD needs to go. Yeah, so um, but we wish him best of luck. 
and I hope that everything goes fine. He needs to find someone to help them out. And even though we said he should find someone that he respects, we actually hope that the person he respects is also not a wife beater and doesn't see anything wrong in women being beaten. Because that's also another angle to the story. Because, like you said, baby has been going on for long. How do we know that the the wife, the mother, has not reported to people in the family? You know, yes, that, yeah. that this is going on and things like that. So it's just, it's like I said, it's a tricky situation. Because you now go and meet somebody that you think can handle the situation, and realize that that person is even they're in the same club. Is worse and everything. So that's why it's tricky, and you need to be careful about how you handle it. But like you said, we can, you can move the woman inside your house. It's not a bad thing, you know. I mean, you said you're cool on cash, so... Or you could find somewhere to rent for her. <laughs> Depending on how cool your cash is. But yeah. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're not following us yet, I don't understand why. But it's fine. You can just go to Instagram now, Twitter or Facebook and hit the follow button when you search for Good Bad Gang and we'll forgive you. Also subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Write us a review. Rate us. You know, just let us know what you think. Yeah, and I heard something like said the way podcast grows is really word of mouth. So if you have a friend and they don't they don't listen to Good Bad Gang, you no. Know, get their phone. You know, and um, subscribe. If they have an iPhone, get their phone, go to Good Bagang and subscribe it on their phone. Just don't subscribe because if they don't listen to podcasts, they're not going to know that you've subscribed to something yeah, on their phone. Yeah, anyway, shall tell them. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let them all listen. Let's get this our gang going. Oh, and if you have something that you want to talk about or you want to be a guest on the show, slide into our DMs. All right, guys. Have you Happy birthday, LD. Thank you. All right, bye. Even though this comes out after my birthday. Mm, that was yesterday. <laughs>